Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I... Uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies. Like you just and your best like friends best talk. Buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies. Like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it. You're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I That's am right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club. But we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> It's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is for comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> Podcast, we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff. Uh, it's every Saturday, the most action packed day of the week with Ryan and Ian. Yeah, where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks. Uh, and Chewy- pizza and beer and stuff. <laughs> I like those things. Chewy, isn't, isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about? Nope, let's move forward. In the dark recesses of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, uh, where only mind. the brave dare dwell. Not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The and ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, the son of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Whoa! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast.
catchy hooks and hobos in the bar. And Arby's and extra cheese and girls who like it rough. These are some things and some stuff. Talking cats and yoga mats and shoes attached to springs. Taking hoops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings. This is some stuff and some things. This is some stuff and some things. This is Welcome to Stuff and Things, the spooky podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm chewy. I'm Ian. Sorry, my teeth are in the way. It's an honest living, sir. It's honest. You know, I was just walking through the woods, and out of fucking nowhere, his dog comes and bites me on the leg. What's that all about? It's Don Knot yeah. as a werewolf. It's an honest living, sir. Oh God, wouldn't it be great? Here, do, do the business. <laughs> welcome to the hollow. Welcome to Seven Things, by the way. Uh, welcome to the Halloween Spooktacular Three. Yeah. Halloween Spooktacular 3. Resurrection. <laughs> Reza Erection. Reza that's when erection. a re- that ra- when Reza gets a heart a boner. Reza. Re- that's Reza in my book cuz I'm white and I don't know things. When Reza gets a boner. <laughs> no, Reza's the the white one, the clean one. He's like, "Hey everybody, I'm a rapping sky. I like to rap about the clouds in the sky. Like to rap about the fish in the sea. Come on everybody and rap with me. I'm Reza." Yo, who this motherfucker be? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fam- hey, friends, we can rap together. You don't have, we don't have to be mean to each other. Yo, fuck that bitch. I'm gonna fuck that shit up. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, all right. So yes, it's Halloween Spooktacular three resurrection. <laughs> resurrection. Um, he doesn't get Reza doesn't get erections. Reza does. Reza gets like dep- he gets he if he gets an erection he fe- he feels bad. He flogs himself. He's one of those like those like Catholic priests that like hurt themselves when they feel a bad when they have a bad thought. Some 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 hurt other people. Yes, they do. But they do. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so welcome to Stefan Things. Uh, if this is your first time with us. You picked a hell of an episode to start with, and it was very confusing. It was our Halloween special. Uh, and if uh, you are returning, Sat Cat, please. Sit down in your coffin. Oh, it's different. Oh, it's different. Thank you for, for joining us. You're a sat black cat this week because black cats are spooky. Um, but before we get into the show proper, before we get into the spookiness, we or have some Hellcat. We have some I have a feeling we have some spooky some spooky stuff tonight. We've been building to it all month. <laughs> we'll see. We do. Um, all right. So but before we get to that, uh, the spookiness, uh, let me go over a couple ways you can reach out to our show. If you like things that we do and you want to uh, let us know. Uh, way number one you can reach out to our show is by going... <laughs> True is Patrick Bateman himself again. Yeah. Uh, you can reach out to us by going to our website, StephanThingsPodcast.com. It's a Tumblr blog, so you can follow us on Tumblr. Uh, which is really easy to do by hitting the little plus button. You can also reach out to us via iTunes. We do have an iTunes subscription link on that website. 
where you can go and subscribe to us on iTunes and get new episodes of the show as they become available. Uh, you can also reach out to us via social media. Uh, we do have social media platforms we are on, such as Twitter, at uh, SatPodcast. That's S-A-T Podcast on Twitter uh, for the show. And we also are available individually on Twitter for me, Ian. It's at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. And for Chewy, it's at Chupacabra. That's C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. You can also reach out to us via Facebook. We do have a Facebook page as well as an Instagram, also at SatPodcast. Uh, and, of course, if you like... You can try us on good old fashioned American email at stuff and things podcast at gmail.com. Again, stuff and things podcast at gmail.com. And finally, you can check us out, uh, uh, so us and as well as some of the other spooky, crazy shows we have uh, on uh, the stuff and things podcast network website, stuff and things network.com, uh, with a host of hol- Halloween related media for you. Uh, we have a new some super action bros all about vampires. We got, we got some four color commentary called Spoopy. <laughs> and then the ever the ever present red evil red headed Damien like stepchild, <laughs> otherwise known as Eyes in the Dark. Yes, um, who's reviewing some classic horror movies this month? If I remember correctly, I, I guess <laughs> N- now we are. <laughs> well, Thanks. Well, that's what I that's what you told me, and I thought that's it was a good not idea. what I told you. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, you can check that out at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Uh, so we have an there. iTunes link. I know you will. <laughs> I, li- I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I give up some new characters. We'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> um, so you can uh, check that out. Check out the iTunes link. There's also a cool contact form you can fill out. So that is the business. Uh, Chewy, it's Halloween. It is. and uh, Or it, technically, you're listening to this, it's the day before Halloween. Because we, yeah. we cannot wait till the actual day. Exactly. We have to let you have it a day early. Um, is it a trick or a treat? You'll find out. You'll find out, dude. In dude, um, in dude time. In, in dude time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, up, totally unrelated to Halloween. Chewie and I came <laughs> up with these characters. Well, actually, I did the voice first, and I explained what in my mind they look like. Which is, uh, I, well, you, I'm just going to call him. I'm just going to call him. You did it. And then I just like reciprocated yeah. without questioning. I was just like, oh, all right. I'm just going to call them because they don't have names. I'm just going to call them the weasels because that's yeah. how I imagine they look. That they are is essentially they're the weasels from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but as yeah. if they were like addicted to crack. Yeah. Like, I got some. You got any crack? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like yeah. shaking and shit. They got needles in their arms. Yeah. It's always uh, like that, too. It's like, yeah, like a question. And the other one like confirms it. So, like, yeah. so it's like, yeah. 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 It gets higher. <laughs> or sometimes it can go question back and forth. They can yeah. be like, yeah. 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 Eventually it resolves. <laughs> oh god, so much tension building. Yeah, with the weasels. Um, we just started doing that. Like he's like, "Oh yeah, I gotta go. I'm gonna go to Target. Uh, do you want to come with me?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking about getting some ice cream. You interested? Yeah. Do you want some of this? Yeah. <laughs> um, the best part is that you do this like, like upper to imagine body, if you, full if body you would, shake. If you were to write it out, all the straight lines would be way. Everything would be way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like all the letters, yeah, exactly. I would be like, oh, <laughs> um, dude, but like, like a zombie or uh, when you were doing Catherine your, Hepburn was right, <laughs> your choice. Uh, you, you, there, there could be one in the same now because she's there, dead. There's one that you were gonna say, but then you felt bad about. No, it, it was Catherine Hepburn. I just couldn't think of her name. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, I'm not gonna say that. I, I like him. I feel bad for him. That doesn't mean that he doesn't need to write things from time to time. <laughs> Like the word, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear 
Michael J. Fox. <laughs> no, it's Back to the We're Can recording this episode just, early on Back to the Future I Day. I don't want a signature. Just write the word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a so, few with a few I extra love my H's. I was saying this today. I'm like, he doesn't deserve it. He's such a nice guy. It's too bad. Anyway, all right, let's let's yes, get Ian, in. Because things happen to those who deserve things. I wish they did. I wish that's how the world works. Well, it's not how it works. That's how I've gotten away so long. I guess I shouldn't wish that because that's how I've gotten away with shit for so long. Yeah. <laughs> careful, yeah. What, careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, careful what you wish so for. So Chewy, man. it's it's Halloween. It is Halloween. It is. Um, when when you were doing your werewolf voice in the mm-hmm. in the beginning with a realistic werewolf, uh-huh. um, thank you. <laughs> realistic werewolf. Uh, it got me thinking. Man, that'd be a fucking movie. Don Knot as the Wolfman. Don Knotts as the Wolfman. Yeah, they have a Don Knotts horror movie. It's called The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Is, <laughs> but he's not the Wolfman. No, he's, but it involves a murder werewolf. and him bumbling. That's all you need. It'd be the bumbling I, werewolf. I'd like to see. <laughs> I'd like to see him. He's become like a he's like at a dinner party and he's hiding his teeth and shit. Oh no! <laughs> he like he's about to like eat soup or whatever, and he sees in the reflection of the spoon like yeah. it, like one of his teeth starts to grow. He's like, oh, 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 the original Ben Stiller. Did you shave today? Yeah. Why? Oh, oh, why are there so many wolf hairs? <laughs> he's like doing this on a table. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it gets louder. <laughs> He looks down at holes in the table. His hands are like, "Oh, we gotta cover it up." It, it like it's this the transformation scene from American Werewolf in yes. London. Like it's that gruesome and like that realistic. And you're, just, you're like, "Holy shit!" But he's just like, "Oh, I gotta hide it." <laughs> oh no, I That's can't. Accurate. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it would be. Um, I want to see that movie. You do? I want to see that. Unfortunately, movie. Don Knotts is dead. I know. So we'll never see it. Well, but we can go back in time. Can we? I don't know. Can never we go back? We, according to Back to the Future, all everything that from here on out, we have no predictions. I don't know what's going to happen. That's true. We, it's weird. I was speaking about because we're recording this by the way a week early. We'll but, just have to turn to the Simpsons. Yes, but but uh, it's weird how many things that like Back to the Future in a movie that was made up made possible. We talked about this briefly a while, a while ago. Hoverboards, R- regale us. Hoverboards. There's going to be self-lacing Nikes. They showed video of it today. It's amazing. Pepsi Perfect is real. No flying cars yet. Working on that. Working on it. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, dude. So I was thinking, I was reminiscing here a little bit about Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, every year we talk about the same five Halloween memories. Well, no. I mean... Not necessarily. I was going to ask you if you have any uh, Halloween memories that you didn't have that you you haven't talked about yet. I don't even know what I've talked about anymore. Um, probably. I remember this one year I made my dad dress up in this costume. I have to find the photo of it. My mom has it somewhere, and I'll see if I can put it on the Twitter um, or on on the twi- on our Twitter <laughs> on the Twitter on the Twitter. <laughs> no, I made my dad. <laughs> So like the year before I was the Grim Reaper, but they didn't give me like a Grim. They gave me like a Scream style mask, but yeah. it wasn't Scream. It was like yeah. a smiley Scream style oh, mask, okay. but it looked like a skeleton. Yeah. And I wore, and there was like yeah, um, that way he's nice. Yeah. And then I had like a like the cape and everything, yeah. like the whole thing. And then I um, I've never heard this story before. I also so. well, it's not really a story. It's just something that happened. I remember. And I had like that, like you know, the sickle and the whole deal. 
And so the next year, I don't know why. I think that was the year I first was like trick or treating stupid before I realized, shit, I'm getting too old to get free candy. I need to get as much free candy as possible. <laughs> so um, I, uh, and that's also when I didn't have friends in my neighborhood when I was going to the private school that was further away from my house. And so all my friends weren't there. So then I started going to public school and all my friends were like, oh, I live two blocks away from you. I'm like, let's yeah. go trick or treating. So this was one of those years where I decided to stay in and watch horror movies. When my dad thought it was a smart idea for a nine-year-old to watch The Omen. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so, but, oh, I, but I got my revenge because I made him put on that mask. He was in shorts and a t-shirt yeah. and I made him put on that and, and, and like white running shoes and I made yeah. him put on the mask. I made him put on the, the hood. I made him hold the sickle. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, that's, that's already weird enough that he's answered the door like that. Yeah. Then I made him put on a straw cowboy hat like a migrant <laughs> worker wears and I answered the door and give out candy, but I told him, don't say anything. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Just be like, offer the candy. Just offer it without saying anything. And they'll be like, anything. um... Yeah. Uh, and you just, just stand there with the mask. I can't see your face. Uh, no. <laughs> I do remember, though, I used to, there was a time, though, when I would see what kids would dress up as yeah. uh, and come to the door as. And a lot of stuff, I mean, it's pretty It's pretty much the same. I don't even think we're going to get any. I don't know if we're going to get any trick-or-treaters this year. There's, I'm wondering. there's, some, there's some churns around here. There is. Um, but we should I, probably get a bag of candy. We probably should, just in case. Um, just like one, though. And then we should have Matt answer the door. <laughs> That's no, frightening. We'll eat all the candy. He'll scare him though. No, we'll watch the candy. He just has to answer the door. Oh, we okay. give the people the candy. Um, so uh, where are they gonna be? The, where are they be the candy patrol? Um, but I, but I remember <laughs> the candy. I patrol. remember that moment. My mom took a picture of it somewhere. Like that was his costume for the year. It was the worst thing ever. Um, in jean shorts and a blue t-shirt. Um, but I remember, I remember this one kid one yeah. year. He, I, I equal parts loved and hated him. I yeah. loved him because his costume was incredibly brilliant. Uh huh. Um, but I hated him because. As Chewy, Chewy, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the show. I love decorating for Halloween. Yes. Decorating yeah, yeah. for Halloween, I love more people like, oh, I love putting all the Christmas tree up, putting the ornaments. Fuck that shit. No. I yeah. like getting the fake webs out yep. and the tombstones and the skeletons, and I like putting that out front. Um, and I've even, I even did it at our house. I did it one night. I got a wild hair at my ass. I'm like, you know what? Tonight's the night. And I just yeah. went to Target and bought a bunch of supplies, and now our house is Halloween. I came, I came home, and it was Halloween ready. <laughs> and you're like, wow. It's, I was like, huh? It's oh. October 3rd. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm like, I want to have these up as long as possible. I'm stoked. Um, so, uh, but this kid blood on the dressed door. as, it was amazing. He, I knocked, he knocked on the door with his mom, and I opened the door. And this kid was dressed as a Zippo lighter. Okay. Like the the top of it was open. Yeah, his yeah. head was like a little flame. His little box. I'm like, yeah. oh, that is adorable. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, thanks. Like here's, I'm like, here's some candy. Have a good night. And they're like, thank you. And as he turned, he had caught, because Zippo Lighter was open. Yeah. He caught on the web that was above the door and like <laughs> ripped the whole web off. <laughs> and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. But I'm like, he's a little kid. He didn't mean to. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, the the best thing would have been if, like when he's leaving, he turns back and yeah. smiles like Damien like, in the I Omen. I fucking did that on like, purpose. He does the little like, just a little turn <laughs> and smile. It would be even better is if he turned back and he smiled normally and had the thriller eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Vincent Price laughter came out of nowhere. <laughs> like what the fuck? That would have been good. And then Vincent Price steps out by the door. Ooh, I'm sorry. Either that I'll just leave. <laughs> or Gregorian chant. I love Vincent Price, by the way. Yeah. I fucking like I see the He's mo- a cool old, guy. The older I get, the more and more I realize how much I fucking love Vincent the Price. The older you and I get, the more we start liking things that older people like that we didn't get before. Yeah. But no, like, I, I always like Vincent no, Price. I mean, like we're like, okay, 
cool. I get it. But then it's like, oh yeah, it is cool. Yeah. And like, it, it's, it's, we're turning old. Yeah, we, that's true. We're, we're yeah. turning old. We are. we are turning old. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other Halloween memories. I think that's pretty much it. I, I think I have one that like stands out that like I, I haven't shared okay. with you. Tell me. I can't remember the exact circumstances, but it's actually when I was living at that house that's nearby work. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I forgot what I was dressed as or whatever, but I was, uh, that was probably fourth grade, maybe fourth, f- between third and third and fifth grade. Um, and I remember like walking out and I was like, oh, trick or treating, I'm going to trick or treat or whatever. And something happened where there was like, I, I got down the street and there were some older boys. Oh, tough boys. <laughs> there were some older boys and they oh, were dressed no. in costumes. Oh no. Like scary costumes. Oh no. And they did the were thing. Were you like a power ranger? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that wasn't the year that I dressed up as Aladdin though. Oh shit! You did that. Yeah, I was Aladdin one year. Oh man, it made perfect sense. It made perfect sense. You're a kid. It made sense. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying I was also like the <laughs> right skin year? tone. I was also the right skin true. tone and everything. It's true. Um, what did I? I don't know. If no, I, last year I was Baby Groot. Remember? That's right. that's right. What did I do on Halloween last year? I don't know. You were like, like you went. I don't know. I you went didn't do somewhere, anything. But I don't remember what it was <clears> that I went to. Ugh. I don't know. Something. Anyway, so they did the thing <laughs> where they weren't like, hey, stupid kid, give me your candy. They did a thing where it was like you're walking and you look up and you're like, oh, shit, that guy scared me. And it was just like standing there. And I was like, oh, he's kind of creepy. And you keep walking a little bit and he doesn't move. And you're like, oh, he's scary. I'm gonna, Oh, I'm going to pretend like I forgot something. I'm going to turn around. And you turn around. And they start walking after you, like slowly. You know, they're doing like this. They're doing like the fucking horror movie thing, you know. And I'm like, oh shit. And then like there was like two more, and I was like, oh god. So eventually, I start running. I'm of course booking you do. it. And they start running. Oh god. And they're like, ah, let's get him or something like that. And then I'm like, ah, and I didn't, I didn't know what to do. So in front of uh, that old house, um, there's a tree. So I just. I just booked it and climbed up the tree <laughs> like a little fucking monkey. I just climbed up the tree <laughs> and I was just like up there on the branch and like, ah, or whatever. Uh. And then I forgot how, but eventually they left. <laughs> they got bored and I, I got chased up a tree. That's what happened to me one Halloween. Oh, buddy. I love Halloween. Because <laughs> one day I hope to do that to someone else. I remember my grandma used to make me these elaborate fucking costumes. Yeah. Paper mache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had the paper mache Batman outfit. I, ever I, always, about this? I always had like the store-bought costumes. I, I wanted those. But then I realized looking back, like... <laughs> my parents apparently wanted to give me the Halloween they never had. <laughs> They're like, you want to be a Power Ranger? Fuck it. You want the accessories? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It was, all, it was it. everything. Yeah, I never Here, got that. Here's, here's this giant did that, bum, did that ever bum me out as a kid when you saw the costumes and like you'd see in the pictures they didn't come with the gloves? Like You'd be like, here's Darth Vader, but you have human hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I got to buy the gloves like, too. Oh, man, or like they always have sweet boots and like, yeah. where's those with the costume? Oh, they're separate. I went through a phase, like I think it was probably in middle school, when you know when you see those, like at the on like the Party City flyers, uh-huh. and, like the like 
the like $80 masks. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I want one of those. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they're too expensive, though. You, <laughs> you know, know what like I've always wanted version? that I thought, like, I've been, I've been needing to make like a standby Halloween costume. Just no matter what occasion, I always, I I always have, have one. That. I don't have one. And, but, I, but I want it to be a specific thing. And I'm thinking, I've been thinking to myself, what Halloween costume will I never have to shave a beard for? That's kind of cool. That never will go out of style. And will always be kind of. Will neat. it work without a beard, though? Yes, but I'm never planning on shaving my beard off. <laughs> so I, I like it the way it is. So I think I've come up with it. I think I know what I'm going to do, and I may do it this year, depending on how much money it costs me. Mm. Which is simple. Okay. Obi Wan Kenobi. Why have I there never thought that before? Yeah, Why have I never thought? And, and even if even if it's not like they're like, oh, you're not Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm like, I'm a Jedi. Easy. Yeah. I just get the Jedi clothes. I got to get some brown boots and, and maybe and a brown And if thing. someone looks at you with the deer in the headlights. You're like, are you fucking like, idiot? <laughs> and they're a fucking idiot. You just be like, I'm a monk. And I, <laughs> I'm a monk. But here's the thing. I have an, and I've had it for years and it's in storage. I have an Obi-Wan Kenobi force effects lightsaber. That's like nice. super cool yeah. and lights up. And I'm thinking, cause at work, you're going to be gone. Yeah. But at work, they're having a costume part, a costume contest. And I'm yeah. thinking that I might, if I, if I look into it now, if I order it today, if yeah. I order some, some Star Wars stuff tonight, yeah. potentially I could get it in time. It's, it's a potential. You could just also, like, if you wanted to just jerry-rig it, you go to Walmart and get yourself brown bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> or like a robe, just a bathrobe. The other thing I think I could do, which might be actually even cheaper, and I actually might do, just for funsies, yeah. I might get... Um, I might buy a Edmonton Oilers jersey and put Smith on the back and have 37 be the number and just be Kevin Smith for Halloween. <laughs> you you said that for like the past three years. I know, but I think th- this year might be the year to do it. Uh, all right, buddy. And I just show up to work in shorts. I'm, I don't. I was gonna. I used to be like, I'll add a pillow underneath. Don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> I'm just fat enough. Some de- denim shorts. Yeah, I need to get some denim shorts, and I need yeah. to get. Hey, I've seen. I've seen him wear other than denim shorts. I've seen him wear like. like if, if you do, if you want to do it right, you got to do the denim shorts. All right, I'll get. I'll get some jean shorts. Come on, dude. Just shorts. get. Just get some. Just get some uh, Wrangler shorts at, at the <laughs> Walmart. Probably what he there. wears. Yeah. I mean, he technically he wears Vans slip-ons, but I can get away with the, the lace-ups. That'd be fine. I'll get away yeah, with it. You, and then I just need to get some Harry Potter glasses. So and just carry a little towel with you. Carry <laughs> a little towel with Yeah, that's what he does. Whenever he likes he, he carries a towel. He does. Um, what was he going to say? Something. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think anybody at our job, though. Well, so I feel maybe some people might get it. I just have to point to the pe- toy on my desk of Kevin Smith. People will get it, I think. <laughs> I think people will get it. I've always wanted to do. See, here's the problem. Here's yeah. can I tell you my my Halloween my what's Halloween your, gripe? What's your Halloween gripe? This is the, the I'm going to call this the the problem with having a brown best friend <laughs> who's also your same height. You can't ever do costumes where there's different heights involved. That's true. So you and I could never be Jay and Silent Bob. I like how apparently being brown affected the height. It it did. It Jerk. is. It did. <laughs> You can't be. I've always wanted to do something weird with you, though, but I can't think of like a really good. One. I told you a really good one we should do, and then you were like all on board with it. You even bought the stuff, and then you backed no, but out. I'm, last I'm talking second. about like a like a like a famous like. But you know what? I have been thinking that we can try, but the problem is my hair isn't light enough, and we both have beards. That's the other problem too, because I don't have an interest in shaving my beard. I know you don't give a shit, but yeah. I don't have have an interest in shaving my beard. But you and I could never do Doc and Marty. I'd have to get convince Alan to be to be Doc, and that would never work. <laughs> um, well, you, you'd have to shave your beard. I know, but that's the other, that's the other, that's the other problem. I don't want to do that either. That's once again that that comes back down to hey, that. Hey, I, I got some news for you. 
it, it's gonna grow back. <laughs> no, but it looks like garbage. Guess, guess what happens right after Halloween, Ian? <sighs> no shave November. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there but, you go. Um, let's see. What's another good one that we could never do? I'm gonna do November, by the way. Okay. So the swarthy, okay. sweaty swarthy mustache mo- right, is coming back. Um, you know what I've always thought we could do that would be fun, but I but but and we could get away with it. No the only more. reason I haven't shaved my beard yet is because. I, I have something to work with in case I need a beard yeah. for a costume that I could gotcha. like shave it down to what it gotcha. needs yeah, to be sure. or whatever. You and I, you know, what we could do that we haven't done. You and I could do, um, at some point maybe we have to, we might have to shave our beards or we could probably just get away with doing it with beards on Bill and Ted. Why have we never done Bill and Ted? That's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, aside from not being, who would be who? Enough, who would, who would be who? I think I would have to be Keanu and you'd have to be, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Because <laughs> like, you're the like the wider one of the two of I us. I guess that's probably true. And you you look better as Keanu. Um, I mean, I, I could take it either. I, I, I do it either way if you want it. That's fine. You know, but I'm surprised. You know, what I'm surprised. I'm surprised you've never tried Wolverine. I do have curlier hair. Than I'm a you. little shocked you've never tried. Um, that. yeah, I guess like I mean, <sighs> it seems like a fairly easy one. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I guess I could do that. I mean, I guess you're probably people are probably surprised I've never done Kevin Smith. That's why I think I should just do it this year. Fuck it. Yeah, I can do that. I always wanted to do just like um, I, I I told I told a buddy of ours, you know, Mike, Mike. Of course, what do you think he's gonna be for Halloween? <laughs> I don't know himself. No, what, Deadpool what you, again. Yep, there you go, Deadpool. Again. And he puts he puts he, he, you know. We should He's be Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Waldo? Waldo and Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> who do you want to be? Uh, you'll, you'll have to be Buzz Lightyear. Okay. I, can't, I have to be Waldo. I have to be the one who's, who's angry. <laughs> I don't like a Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he say? It was uh, to forever and up high or something <laughs> to, like that. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. Two, no, no, no. What I was, know, but it's but what is it? It's two for infinity and beyond. Two for I don't know what it was. Oh man, it's so good. yeah. We'll have to listen to it again. But um, we could do Obi Wan Kenobi. That's a good like I, standby one. Like that's a good. I'm telling you, dude, the best standby is just get one of those store bought ones that you can just like. You well, I used get, to have get a mustard. Get I, a mustard. You know what I used one. to have? I don't want to be mustard. Fuck mustard. Well, I mean, I already got. Do you guys have a? You know what? I should do the modern mustard or the modern comparison to ketchup. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) be that guy. You Um, could. Do you guys have a Thousand Island? (laughs) You have a blue cheese costume. Do you have a a, a vinaigrette? I should just dressing. I should just be French fries. Then you could always. By the way, you know who else has a ketchup costume who lives in this house? I know. I know. We talked about this already. He's, he doesn't fill out ketchup as good. He he. To be fair though, he probably loves it more than you do because he puts it on everything. Like a sad. I don't know that he loves it. I think he loves the idea of it. I think he takes it for granted. To be honest, um, okay. I don't think he fully appreciates. I guess I could it. get a mustard, but I don't know. Like I, I kind of want to stand by nerdy cause. I used to have like when I was thinner, I used to be able to fit into that that tweed jacket, and I could just be Doctor Who. But nobody understood that. Remember when I when we went out bar hopping and I dressed yep. as Doctor? That was a mistake. And it was like, what are, what are you? Oh, I'm uh, it's from Doctor Who. Uh, what? It's uh, the Doctor from Doctor Who. You're a doctor? Like, <laughs> oh, like a professor? Like a te- like a like a you? you know. Eventually, I just went like, yes. Eventually, like, yeah. I've got a doctorate in science in in history. And like, oh, that's cool. And then but everywhere we went, oh fuck! Ketchup! <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're girls right. were coming up like, oh my god, it's ketchup. Everyone what happens loves- if I squeeze you? <laughs> and I was like, 
all right. <laughs> They're like, I don't know how to talk to you. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go talk to my friend right now. I think, please. I think, I think, I think I might need to get a French fry costume. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Or, or a hot dog. Or a hot dog. Yeah, no, burger and fry. Fr- fries and ketchup. Ketchup, uh, they go together like yeah, they do. lamb and tuna <laughs> they, they go together like fries and ketchup. <laughs> you could be, I, we, that's, that's another good thing too. Like just be something simple that never goes out of style. Like spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> why do we why, why have we we always overthink it we never just go simple anyway <laughs> that's enough of our fucking walking down that path i think i'm gonna try the i think i'm gonna do the kevin smith thing this year though because i think that i think that's a pretty easy costume it's gonna probably cost me the least and then i'll now have an edmonton oilers jersey which i've wanted for a while i can even get one that says gretzky on it that way i don't have to i don't have to be like i don't have to get like a uh, Kevin Smith one specific. It's true. And I can either like, go which way, and then that way I'll have a I can have a Gritsky jersey, a Gritsky jersey. Gritsky Wayne Gritsky. Actually, they had that one that was like the. Um, I don't know. I'm telling you this on the show. <laughs> this is boring. No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of it. This is part anyway, of the process. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll let you know if I dress up for Halloween. We'll take pictures. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I kind of want. I mean, Halloween. I'll be back by Halloween. Uh-huh. And I think they're doing something in in Denver or, or Boulder, wherever it is, for the Halloween uh, thing as well. So I kind of want to like do something, but at the same time, like I'm like gonna pack a costume. Yeah, I'm like, what am I gonna do that I like I could pull off? And I think my moment of genius when <laughs> oh wait no I didn't I haven't told you about some of my costumes, some of my high school costumes. No, so um. In high school, right? That's like when, when like bros were coming about, mm-hmm. like when it was all like famous stars and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I, I don't know. They were like in all that shitty stuff. Anyway, uh, just lifted trucks, you know, all black Converse and like, you know, just like really tight shirts and like really baggy shorts and shit like that. And uh, I decided I'm going to be a bro. For for Halloween and I remember that too. I remember there's this, these girls who dress like dudes and go to school as dudes for Halloween yeah. and nobody got in trouble but I guarantee if a dude went as a girl they'd be like that's oh, yeah. inappropriate it's inappropriate you're showing too much skin oh really hmm <laughs> um, look at Meredith over there <laughs> believe it or not I went to school with girls named Meredith um but yeah so I got like just a plain black T-shirt and I wrote like I drew a star on it and I wrote famous stars and crap. <laughs> and, that, and I was wearing these like baggy shorts and I was wearing like uh like like um long black socks like mm-hmm. they would wear, you know, mm-hmm. and like I took I had these pair of like DC shoes or whatever that like I wasn't wearing and they were kind of this like a similar shape. So I just they were like, you know, they weren't like super bulky. So I just spray painted them black and I made the little converse like cutout thing and like, mm-hmm. you know, put it on there. And like I wore like I took a hat and like unbent the bill and like flattened it out, mm-hmm. and I I was wearing like sunglasses and I got like I, I got a couple staples and I like I made them like to look like a lip ring that I would wear and I just like was walking around and I was like sup brah what's going on brah that's chill you know and just shit like that and then um, I remember there's I was walking past this like group of like bros and like this one dude's like hey brah and I was just like. I had that moment where I was like, oh, oh shit. No. <laughs> oh, I've offended someone. And then like, <laughs> Perfect. I, t- I turned around and I was like, sup, brah. And he's like, you're cool, brah. And he, like, he, like, <laughs> and he, he gave me knuckles and I was like, yeah, totally. And I just walked away. I was like, 
fuck that was oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> made that made got, do that one. Got away with it. I um I'm trying to remember. Have you ever did like a group costume with somebody and they didn't follow through on their end? I remember you told me about your <laughs> about yours. I had a couple. Yeah. But there's another one I didn't tell you about when I was in like eighth grade mm-hmm. when my friend two of my friends just and I we were like, Oh, let's be lock, shock, and barrel from Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. And I was like, All right, fine. Classic. So I was like, I'm gonna be barrel. So I get, I go, yeah. I go to, I got a hot topic. I buy a glow in the dark skeleton shirt. Yeah. I, I wear black pants and black shoes. And I do the makeup. I yeah. do the black eyes and I do the, the mouth the whole, the whole deal. Yeah. And I come to school and they didn't do it. They didn't do it. <laughs> and, but luckily I just look like a skeleton. Yeah. So like, I got skeleton. out of that one easily, but at the same time, I'm just like, seriously? And they're like, oh Yeah. I don't think I've ever done like a group costume where it was like except for you and I, except for when you were Tigger last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two years ago, I was Tigger apparently <laughs> <laughs> sucked so much. Um, oh God, you're Tigger. No, no, no we're it's Calvin God. and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes, yeah, you know, the comic, the comic. Nah, he's Tigger. Bear. Tigger. He's uh, Tigger, right. man. That was my favorite. As I was like, no, 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 we're Calvin and Hobbes. He's like, no, nah, man, he's Tigger. I'm like. I came with him. <laughs> I, I know. I helped the costume. I'm part of, of this costume. costume. <laughs> Why? But, but you know what the thing is? Do you still have that Hobbes costume? I think so, yeah. If you still have it, we could always do we could always do Tigger and Pooh. That's true. I could be Pooh. <laughs> Just get a red shirt, walk around pantsless. With it yellow. <laughs> Paint my whole body yellow. Wear, wear one of those yellow bodysuits. I'm surprised you and I have never done Simpsons costumes oh, either. Bother. You and I have never tried to be Bart and Milhouse or like... <laughs> I don't know. You never tried to be Nelson. I'm surprised you've be never Nelson. been Nelson. Yeah, I could be Nelson. And you could be Bart. <sighs> I'm surprised we've never done that either. All these ideas are given away. From oh me. man, no. Yeah, because no one this else. This is ever think. this is a real like Halloween that's scary because all it is is just sad, a sadness yeah. about how we're not doing things. I, yeah, so I got to try to figure out something that I could do where I could either go over there and get the supplies or like take one thing and be like, oh, this is my costume or something like that. <laughs> Um, it worked out really well when I didn't have a costume and the day of, I just went, <laughs> I just went to Walmart with Timmy and I bought a white sheet, a plain white sheet. I cut out eye holes in it and I tied a red bandana around the front and people are like, what are you supposed to be? I'm Tupac. <laughs> Goes to Tupac. Chicago. And then when people like, uh, uh, when people were like, oh, okay, later, like I would go somewhere else or whatever. And then like, I'd change my costume. I just like wrapped it kind of around my head. And like wore it like long or whatever, and uh-huh. I put the red bandana around it. I'm like, I'm a chic. <laughs> anyway, the Iron Chic. That's oh. what you should do. Be shirtless. Yeah, I do. <laughs> of course, of course. And then just be like, I fuck you. <laughs> That's what he says, dude. You know what you could do? What? You know what you could do that people in Denver would probably really like. What? Because I. Oh, do I could. it. You could do that so easy. You just got to get the shirt and you just got to get a bandana and some wraparound sunglasses and just walk around going, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> By the yeah, way, don't forget, brother. don't forget, you need a little thing of creamer too yeah. for his creamer trick. That's Have you true. seen that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm macho telling you. Macho I'm telling you. Trick. If you did Macho Man, oh, my God, the, the fucking world would go insane. Are they like really into Macho Man over there? They like Macho Man, Randy Savage. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I mean, but. everybody does, but we were talking, we spent a good long while talking about Macho Man for a while. I bet yeah. you'd win the costume contest if you were Macho Man. Um, I'm, I might have to do that. I'm going to go to like a Goodwill and get some like, like. They sell brightly. that Macho Man t-shirt. You could probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll just get like a pink shirt and like cut it up and like write Macho Man on it. Like yeah, or like <laughs> Savage. <laughs> cross it. Um. So um. But yes. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's a little bit of Halloween Halloween sadness re- remin- reminiscing re- reminiscing and yes. sadness. Um. But speaking of remembering Halloween, Ian. We also talked in the past about kind of some uh, Halloween traditions yes. and stuff around the world. Yes. And of course, we we know what the French do. Jack-off lanterns, yes. <laughs> Jack-off lanterns. Jack-off and the lantern. Um, if the light is still on, you did it wrong. <laughs> if the light is still on, you did it wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> some French guys listening to this. Being Fuck like, you. Fuck you, dommage. Um, I found some other things. that This list has some of the same things we talked about, and I'll skip them, like the German thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, in Germany, they hide the knives because the ghosts might use them to yes. fucking kill them. That's true. Um, so uh, in Austria, mm-hmm. it's common. Germany's next door neighbor. Yeah, it's commonplace to stay on the good side of the dark side. Um, they'll leave a light on and they'll like leave like bread and water out and like for the, you ghosts. Know, for the ghosts to be like, hey, don't fucking kill me, please. This isn't as good as the bread at the other house. These guys got Wonder Bread. I want the multi grain. These guys have bad bread. <laughs> um, yeah. So you have you have that in um, in let's see. That that was the other one in um, Ireland. So in Ireland, we we learned recently that Ireland kind of has like the pagan history yeah, that like fu- is Ireland's the basis terrifying. for Halloween. Yes. Um, I want to show you something because okay. they they do a, a jack o' lantern as well. Oh, they do. And uh, it's a little bit different. Do they make it out of out of beer bottles? No. Or whiskey? No. Or potatoes? They make it, no, they make. It <laughs> They make it all the racial stereotypes. <laughs> all um, in one. They make it out, out of, of re- balls of stray red hair. <laughs> balls of stray I'm red Irish. Hair. I can make these jokes. It's true. They make it out of a turnip. Okay. Um, do you want to see what it looks like? Sure. Here's a traditional Irish Halloween turnip. Go oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It kind of looks like a severed head. Uh, no, it just looks like a fucking monster. Yeah. If I saw that, I'd be like, trick or treat. Yeah, right. (laughs) Can you imagine carving that shit into a pumpkin, though? That's fucking terrifying. Could you imagine if you went to somebody's house and all their pumpkins looked that way? (laughs) You're making me want to go get some pumpkins and just, like, (laughs) do it shittily. See, I always wanted to do, like, a Tim Burton pumpkin with, like, really sharp teeth, but that's way more fucking disturbing because it's just something about it. What I'm looking at, by the way, is this is this like thing. Lifeless. It looks like a mummy. It has like these long eyes and this long, open, like lifeless mouth. It's fucking scary looking. <laughs> it's pretty terrifying. Yes, it is. Um, I, there was something here. Did we talk about China or did we talk about Japan last time? I don't time? know. Well, do them both. In uh, China, uh, well, they basically do the same thing. They 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 call it the Hungry Ghost Festival. Where they like have festivals and like it's essentially the Pac-Man festival, you know, <laughs> that's what it is. It's the Hungry Ghost Festival. Yes. And they, you know, they go out and they have a festival and they're like, oh, here's food. Please don't kill us, please. Mm-hmm. Um, in Sweden, kids get out of school early. Oh, fucking. And adults get out of work early or the day off. Fucking moving to Sweden, man. Sweden's looking pretty fucking good. I mean, <laughs> Ishizaki's over there. Yep. Everything's, you just everything's, hang out with him all the time. Everything sounds pretty good. They got bikes. 
you know? <laughs> Red Light District? Um, well, that's uh, Amsterdam. That's everywhere that's in, in Europe, let's be honest. Uh, they got Ikeas. Their prisons are like Ikea. Pris- oh, yeah, that's true. That's if true. If you escape, good on you. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, actually. <laughs> um, what they, They're given the day off to be like, oh, you can you know, think about the forthcoming spring because the harvest is You can come. literally be like, but my tooth hurts. I need to go to the dentist. And they'll say, no, you have to wait. And you just escape and come back and you don't have to serve more time. It's like, okay, we'll give you one extra day because you were gone today. Exactly. It's like if you're like, well, you know, you have to make up that test because you weren't here for the <laughs> test day. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so another thing, too, about the Irish origins of Halloween that you and I, I, I think, learned about or whatever, but that was kind of the origin of the dressing up, and mm-hmm. the masks and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, God, those old Halloween costumes. And it, Old-timey Halloween costumes wh- freak my shit I out. I mean, way back when, though, before even those, like back when it was like a pagan thing or whatever, they did that to, they would dress their children up to look monstrous and like eat and just like fucked up because they didn't uh, want the spirits that would come back to be able to tell who was living and who's dead or uh, also to be able to recognize people they didn't like when they were alive. What? Why did I do this? You're looking at old timey Halloween. Yeah. These ones are super racist too. Oh God. I hate those ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen those before. <laughs> look at the fucking... Like, I know you're not afraid of clowns, but yeah. look at that motherfucker. No, I know. He's frightening. <laughs> Little do you know, that was John Wayne Gacy Jr. Oh, my God. No, there's more. I'm going to keep looking at these. I'm going to keep... Fi- oh, fuck. Fuck these. Fuck these so hard. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> those are fucked up. I'm, all I'm doing... All I Google search is old-time Halloween costumes. Oh, God. All these are so fucking scary. Look at this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> They just need to have a maze at one of these places called Old Time Halloween. And this is all they do is they dress up in these fucking old timey costumes. Look, okay. See if you see which one scares me the most. Which one in this picture do you think scares me the most? Um, the one on the bottom? No, he's pretty frightening now that you mention it. No, it's this one. Which one? Oh, shit. <laughs> You don't even notice it until you start looking close. Yeah, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep looking at these photos. Oh fuck! But yeah, so they they would dress their kids up as monsters. That's so- what we should. That's what we should go as. Old time Halloween. Oh, oh my god! Just fucking find these weird masks. Like, what are you? I'm like, I'm old time Halloween. <laughs> I'm original Halloween. Oh my god! Like, look at some of these. Like, like, like I think this. What that's what these people did because this looks like a fairly a fairly new photo, but it might be old. But yeah. That'd be great. We need to like, just convince a group of people to yeah. go as old time Halloween. So next Halloween. Oh my God. Right yes. We, yes. No, dude, we could throw this together in a week. In a week. We, could, we could throw together old time Halloween in a week. Okay. All right. All we got to do is look, look at these two creepy little motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, look at these no. two little creepy bastards. What oh. are they supposed to be? The clan? Oh God. They're scary looking. Oh, they're terrifying. Oh, this is the most in. terrifying. These are the most terrifying fucking costumes. Like if you really wanted to scare me, not, not scary farm or universal. Yeah. Just do fucking old the old timey time. Halloween the maze. Yeah. Oh God. Oh sweet baby Christ. Look at these scary motherfucker. I'm gonna keep looking at They're these. So I'm, terrifying. I'm, just, I'm just gonna keep looking at them every so often. I'll just while you're talking, I'll just put them <laughs> up. When you tell about the scary games and I get too scared, I'm just gonna throw up old timey Halloween. Just Google it. 
I don't even have to fucking tell you what I'm looking at. Just Google it. You'll Just see them Google all. Google it. You'll see them all. They're terrifying. Oh my god! Old time Halloween. But yeah. How monsters. fucked up was that though? I don't want a ghost to take my kid or kill my kid, so I'm gonna dress him up like a monster. <laughs> Old timey Halloween costumes to terrify. Yeah. Him. There you go. That's, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna Google search that and see what it. comes up. Um, all right, but that's that's enough about the the old time. Oh, there's one more thing about the old time that I wanted. Did you know that when they went around uh, mumming or guising, as they called it back in the day, we, we've talked about mumming before. There's also a, a practice they called called souling. No. Yeah. So souling. <clears throat> souling refers to the soul cake. Okay, and the soul cake was a uh, small round cake, which is traditionally made for All Hallows Eve and All Saints Day and All Souls Day to commemorate the dead in Christian tradition. Um, and it tells you here a little bit about the cakes themselves and just like, oh, it's you know, this, that or whatever. But there's the cakes themselves are simply often referred to as soul and given out to soulers mainly consisting of children and the poor <laughs> who go out door to door during the days of um, All Hallowtide, singing and saying prayers for the dead. The practice of giving and eating soul cakes continues in some countries today, such as Portugal and other countries. It is seen as the origin to the practice of mm. trick-or-treating. Um, yeah. And I have a song here, traditional soul song. Can you look at this while you sing yes. it? See, see if you can spot the scariest motherfucker oh, in the room. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Which one is he, Chewie? Which one's the scariest one? <laughs> They're all so terrifying. Hold on, is, stop! Stop turning it. Let me look at it. Make sure, and I'm, I'm making sure there's nobody else scared. Let me look at yeah, it. Yeah, there's the one guy. Okay. That one guy really uh, saw ahead to the future. He dressed up his Pokemon before Pokemon was a thing. <laughs> he dressed up his Ghastly. Yeah, he is pretty terrifying. <laughs> Although that guy right be, but below him is pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, sing. so I'm going to sing you a traditional uh, song uh, about souling or a traditional okay. souling song. Please, sing it. Here's the chorus. A soul, a soul, a soul cake. Please, good missus, a soul cake. An apple, a pear, a plum or a cherry. Any good thing to make us all merry. One for Peter, two for Paul, three for him who made us all. God bless the master of this house, the mistress also, and all the little children that round, that round your table grow. Likewise, young men and maidens, your cattle and your store, and all that dwells within your gates, we wish you ten times more. Down to the cellar. And see what you will find. If the barrels are not empty, we hope you will prove kind. We hope you will prove kind with your apples and strong beer. And we'll come uh, and we'll come no more souling till next time this year. The lanes are very dirty. My shoes are very thin. I've got a little pocket to put a penny in. If you haven't got a penny, a half penny will do. I guess that's half a penny. Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't, if you haven't get, if you haven't get a half penny, it's God bless you. Aww, yeah. That's a sweet Aww, song. It's sweet. Speaking but, of sweet, look at these two yeah, little creepy motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, the, 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 just the, just how they're posed. The little girl's got a, got a fucking jack-o'-lantern on her head. Ugh, God damn it. 
Dude, old timey Halloween's the worst. It's fucking terrifying. It's it is the scariest shit ever. It, it's just people dressed in these fucked up old costumes and these sepia uh, sepia tones. It's pretty bad. Uh, it's pretty bad, dude. But you know what could make things worse, Ian? This picture of old timey Halloween. <laughs> shit. <laughs> God, that was so bad. Why? Oh God, is that kid supposed to be Donald Duck? Oh. <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh Christ! Look at this little oh scary motherfucker! God. Right there. <laughs> these are horrible. Oh God! Let's let's do these. Let's do these. Let's be on the offense. Oh. Let's be on the offensive. Things. I wish. I wonder if we can go to like. Remember the remember the antique store we went to. I wonder yeah. if they have any old timey Halloween photos there. Oh shit! We should oh. do it. Okay. (laughs) This is offensive. Yes, it is. Ian, I need to bring you into the present day. Because I need to give you some scary things. (sighs) This guy. Yeah. (laughs) I need to tell you. Oh, Christ. This is the worst one. And then I'm going to let you go. Because it's probably, I know it's, just imagine a man underneath this. Okay. This is, remember we came up with a character way back when called Baby Boy. Yeah, this is what oh, I. This is, this is kind of how I imagined it. Oh, it's not. A, it doesn't look like a baby. Yeah. but it's just as scary. Oh God! <laughs> look at it. No. Look at oh, it. Man. Look at it to haunt the your fuck, nightmares, dude. Old timey Halloween is the best. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Halloween. Just Google search old timey Halloween and show it to your friends. And see, <laughs> see how fucking terrified they get. If they get scared, you know you're with the right group of people. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> the present. We're here. Um. So things that you can do. To presently be scary and just listen to some of these stories or some of these games. Oh no, more games! You I'm just gonna imagine all the monsters look like old timey Halloween. So again, we, we might have, have to call this Halloween Spooktacular Three Old Timey Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> um, or just Resurrection because we're resurrecting old Halloween. <laughs> oh god, it's so fucking frightening. It's time, Ian. You've been curious about this one from the very beginning. Yes. So. Since September, we <laughs> we've been we've been covering um, some spooky stuff. Tonight is the, the fucking motherland. Yeah, the disappearance of Elisa Lamb, which uh, led us to um, different spooky games you can play. Different spooky games you can play, and uh, <laughs> that invoke the spirit world, such yeah. as getting on an elevator to another dimension where there's a cross in the sky, getting on a strange taxi cab ride. Playing a game of tag with a fucking eyeless Japanese woman, and then what was the hosting game? Oh, what was the hosting game? We talk about the hosting we didn't game. Talk about the hosting. Oh, game, that's tonight, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay, and then there's the mirror box game. Yeah. That one was. Box. That one was just kind of weird. It, but well, uh, and then there's the the the, the, the midnight, midnight man. man. Oh god, we have so many tonight. I'm gonna yeah. be. I'm not gonna be able to fucking sleep tonight, am I? Too bad. You're my right. Because I'll be because I'll be thinking of this and old timey Halloween at the same time. <laughs> Dude, we should make like a photo album of old timey oh, Halloween. We need to dress up like old timey and Halloween. just like have it cycle on the Apple TV as the screen. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's fucking genius. Right. Oh my god! Let's just do it and not tell Matt. Yes. And we'll just be like, let's do those pictures. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> do it. Okay. So I'll, pretend, I'll do it this week when you're gone. Yeah. And I'll just pretend like I have no idea. Like, how what the fuck? What the fuck is that? <laughs> All right. So, we're going to talk about a game. This game is a game that no one should play. 
Do not play these. This is play these at your own risk. Of it. Don't st- play them. Us here at Stuff and Things say do not play them. But if you do play them and you survive, write to us. Tell us about your experience. Yeah. But don't play them. <clears throat> so this game is called The Three Kings. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Um, so. By the way, I apologize for the volume. You may hear me screaming a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is the terrifying part of the show. Okay. So the three games, or the I'm sorry, kings. the three kings. Mm-hmm. So, first, the players. One principal all and one partner. Oh, thank God. We can play. Note, if mm-hmm. you and your partner should both be mentally, emotionally, or sp- uh, and spiritually sta- stable. Oh, I'm sorry. You and your partner should both be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually stable. Okay. Do not attempt if either of you are having serious issues in your life. Do not Attempt if either of you have consumed drugs or alcohol within the last three to five days. Oh, I had to be sober for a while. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to play this. <laughs> All right. Requirements. Mm-hmm. One large, quiet, empty room. Windowless, if preferred. I'm sorry, windowless is preferred. preferred. If windows are present, cover as completely as possible with curtains, sheets, etc. The ideal location would be a basement. One pack of candles. Okay. One lighter. Okay. One bucket of water. Okay. One mug. Okay. One electric fan. Okay. Two large mirrors. Okay. Three chairs. All right. One alarm clock. Okay. One fully charged cell, a cell phone. Okay. And one small object of sentimental value. Okay. Instructions. The prelude. Begin one. Begin at eleven p.m. Do not begin if your partner is not present, and or has not been uh, briefed on his or her role. Okay. Your partner should remain in your home for the entire duration of the game. Two. Place one chair facing north, in the center of your designated dark room. This chair will be your throne. Place the other two chairs on either side of the throne, facing it an arm's length away. These will be your queen's chair and your fool's chair. Three, place one, uh, uh, place one or two mirrors on the queen's... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't read tonight. Place one of your two mirrors in the queen's chair and the other in the fool's. The mirrors should be perpendicular to the chair's seats and uh, facing both each other and you. You should be able to see your own reflection in each mirror from your peripheral vision while seated in your throne. You should not have to turn your head uh, or move uh, to, to see yourself. Four, place the bucket of water and the mug in front of you just out of reach. Five. Place the fan behind you, uh, behind your throne. Set it to medium or low, never high, <laughs> and turn it on. Make sure it is stationary, not oscillating. Six, leave the room, but keep the door open. Seven, go to your bedroom, set the candles, lighter, alarm clock, and cell phone next to your bed. Make sure your phone is charging and set your alarm clock for 3.30 a.m. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We all know good things happen at 3.30. <sighs> Eight. Turn the lights off. Hold your object of sentimental value, your, quote, power object, 
climb into bed, and sleep. Okay, are you ready for it? Yes. The main event. One, wake up at 3.30 a.m. when your alarm clock goes off. Turn off the alarm, but do not turn on the light. Keep a hold of your power object, pick up your cell phone, light one candle, and return to the dark room. You must be seated in your throne by 3.33 a.m. Okay. Two, do not proceed if any of the following occur. Your cell phone did not charge. Your alarm clock did not go off precisely at 3.30 a.m. You approach the dark room and find the door closed. You approach the dark room and find the fan turned off. Or you are not seated in your throne by 3.30 a.m. Okay. Should any of these incidents ensue, take your partner and any other occupants and leave your home. Do not return until after 6 a.m. Three. If you do not encounter any red flags, proceed. Take your throne, but do not look directly at either of the mirrors. And do not let the candle go out. Use your body to protect the candle from the fan. God, no. (laughs) Oh, this one's scary. Shit's gonna happen. Four. So I'm so used to, like, the setups now that they don't frighten me as much as they used to. But the fucking main events are the scary shit. Keep your eyes focused at the dark at the darkness in front of you. Again, do not look at the mirrors and do not look at the candle. Should you have any questions you wish to ask, you may ask them now. What? You may or may not receive a response. If you do, your response will come from the direction of one of the two mirrors. Do not turn to look at any of the mirrors. Any answers received should be taken with a proverbial grain of salt. One of the mirrors is the queen, and one is the fool. But it may not be clear which is which. Also note that whatever may settle in the mirrors, also note that to whatever may settle in the mirrors, you yourself are either the queen or the fool. Five. So wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. So to whatever's in those mirrors, you are either the queen or the fool, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to look something up here while you're talking about that. I'm going to see if there's anybody who's played this. <laughs> there's like a story. Five. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking old tiny Halloween was right there. I'm thank God I didn't like. I, I'd found this out now before I got into bed and turned it on, and then I saw the fucking old tiny <laughs> oh, Halloween again. Five, remain in your throne until four thirty-four a.m. The end. You just sit there in the darkness for an hour, yeah. asking questions and not looking, or not asking and not looking. The ending. At 4.34 a.m., your partner should call out your name to end the game. Two, should this fail, your partner should call your cell phone. Three, should this fail, your partner should enter the room and without touching you, use the bucket of water and mug. Concerning fail-safes. Wait a minute, use the bucket of water and mug how? To turn, to, uh, turn off the, uh, the candle, to, to put out the candle. Oh. <clears throat> Concerning fail safes, if your body is suddenly moved, 
the fan will blow out the candle, ending the game. Should you become lost or disoriented, your power object will guide your way back. Do not ignore any of the previously mentioned red flags prior to seating yourself in the throne. Do not attempt to stay in your home should these red flags appear. And do not attempt if you are not completely, if you do not completely and totally trust your partner. Okay. So that's the Three Kings game. Okay. Can I Did read you find- something? Yes. I'm going to read you a little story here. <coughs> My Three Kings Experience. This is by, on Reddit, by, uh, on Reddit on No Sleep, uh, by uh, Renegade2366. Um, so let me start by saying I've never done anything like this before and I had no idea what to expect, but I've always been uh, more guts than brains, so I figured that what the hell, I'll give it a shot. I don't have a basement in my apartment, so I had to go to my dad's house. I set up everything earlier in the afternoon, three wooden armless chairs, two big mirrors I borrowed from my stepmother. My power object was a watch from my grandfather. I did I did deviate from the setup, which you can read at, uh, okay, uh, but only just a little. I did set the bucket and mug of water in the floor, but I had no idea what to do with it. I used a small box fan. I placed several feet behind me on low, which was still rather strong. I used a three-inch pillar candle on a plate for my candle. I got nervous and completely forgot my cell phone. So much for that backup. So cell phone is not required, but it's a good backup. <laughs> it's like basically he went, he, he did uh, trapeze without a sa- without a, one of the safety nets. Um, the basement itself is very large. It extends almost the entire length of the house and it's unfinished. So it's bare cement and one room is framed but not yet drywall. There are no windows. It still has that familiar basement feel. Anyway, I set up, like I said, and tried to get some sleep on the couch while my, my girlfriend painted. My alarm clock woke me up at 3.30 and I lit my candle in the darkness and made my way down the steps to the basement. She sat by the door at the top of the stairs and read while I went in. Uh, when I went uh, down the stairs, I was extremely nervous and excited, and I forced myself to stare at my hands and the candle flickering between them and nothing else. Immediately, when I entered, I felt it felt like someone was in the room with me, a definite presence. I made my way to my throne, being very careful not to knock anything over or to look at the mirrors, and took my seat between the two mirrors and stared directly into the darkness. I sat there very still for several minutes, staring into the darkness and trying to concentrate while the candle flickered in my hands. The dim light made it feel like everything around me was jumping and moving, and I kept seeing my reflection dancing in the mirror in my peripheral. Shortly thereafter, I started to feel as if the room had no walls. There was a sense of emptiness, like I was in the middle of a never-ending blackness. Fuck. I sat there trying not to get freaked out by the feeling of openness when I started seeing movement in the mirrors on both sides of me. They moved even when I, did, when I didn't, and when I shielded my eyes from the candle, trying to eliminate the glowing under my face, they still moved. At this point, I began to get really nervous and focused really hard, trying to make sense of the things I was seeing in the, my peripheral and fighting the urge to just look. Focusing so hard on my peripheral and the, and the steady hum of the fan behind me uh, started to give me a headache. I was trying hard to see without looking that I didn't notice at first when I started hearing the murmuring. It didn't sound like whispering. Shit. It sounded more like listening to the conversation through a pillow. And I don't know how long I heard it before I realized it just wasn't in my head. At first, I thought I was imagining it, and I leaned forward trying to hear better. Because for some reason, it made sense at the time. But the fan sounded like a hurricane, and I felt like I couldn't hear it or hear over it. I kept seeing movement in the glass as I was leaning forward, and I resisted the urge to look. I asked if I was alone, and the murmuring went silent. God. I waited several minutes in the silence on the edge of my seat. I don't think I breathed. I resisted the urge to bolt up the stairs like a little kid. Who am I talking to? I asked. Yeah. Someone who knows came from my left. Yourself came from my right. Uh. Both answers were clear as a bell. I seriously got the creeps to consider putting the candle out, but instead 
Someone who knows what? I asked. I heard some more murmuring coming from both sides, both talking over each other, and I couldn't make out anything that was being said, but said, why you're here? Um, the movement in the glass seemed to increase on both sides. It seemed to not be just moving in, but coming out of the glass toward me on my left. And I leaned away a little and almost tipped over my chair. I started hearing things around me in the room, breathing, ticking, a knock here and there. And while I was listening to it go all around me and feeling surrounded, but they, they bickered with each other sometimes. I wasn't even sure what they, uh, what about, except that they were talking about me and the one on the left knew things I had never told anyone. My doubts, uh, my doubts about faith, the mean, the mean things I'd said to friends and fights, etc., and more so things I wouldn't ever even repeat here. I felt like the one on my left was was trying to like lure me from my chair. It wanted to show me things. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, I felt someone was right behind me, and I felt like the conversation was getting further away from me. I leaned forward, straining to hear better, and realized after a few tense minutes that the steady hum of the fan was gone. I don't remember when it went off. I didn't even notice except uh, that by the time I, by, by that time I did realize that I was getting hot and stuffy. When I noticed the fan was off, I panicked and jumped out of my seat and dropped the candle, at which point it went out. I grabbed the candle and tried to relight it again because I figured it was like, it was like bad voodoo for the candle to go out. Yeah. And I only had a few seconds to light it or, or something, but it wouldn't light, which freaked me out. Candle wax on the wick. I bolted for the light switch and cut it, uh, I cut it on, and cut it on and left the room. My girlfriend was sitting outside the door waiting for me and asked me what happened. And she said she had checked on me a couple times, knocking on the door and calling down to me and heard, I'm fine. Oh, shit. Aside from that, she never heard anything from inside the room. I'm not sure what exactly happened in there or if I'm crazy. If anyone has questions, feel free to ask and I'll answer as best I can. But that's my experience with the Three Kings. That being said, I am fascinated and will clearly be trying this again soon. Uh, with maybe a little less nerves and a little more preparation of what to do, what to expect. And if anyone has anything else for me to try, send me the suggestion. I'll do it. I, it was a crazy experience. In spite of what I've been told, I'm just overly curious, and I have to know what uh, what you see when you look in the mirror. So I plan on trying this again soon, and I will look in the mirror next time. Idiot! Don't freak the fucking rules. That being said, uh, that being said, Fable, I'm going to do it out of my own uh, volition, and you have zero responsibility in the outcome. Uh, LOL. Uh, samples of what was said to me, not word for word, but as close as I can remember. A few years ago, my best friend of over a decade killed himself, and that was the first thing it attacked me with. Yeah. Left, you let him die. It's your <clears throat> fault. No, fuck. Me, it's not my fault. I didn't know he was in that deep. Left, because you never cared about anyone but yourself. Me, that's not true. Left, yes it is, but that's okay. Come on over here and let and see him now. Shit. Later on the left, you're going to hell. You're going to burn me. I have faith. You can't lie. Right. You can't lie to us. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. That's fucked up, dude. Thank you. The first comment. Thank <clears throat> you for giving me another reason not to try this. That's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, uh, God. What do they sound like? Never distinct voices. Have you tried the midnight game? Uh, let's see. Um. Anyway, fucking terrifying. Anyway, that's that. That's somebody's experience with Three Kings. That's fucking terrifying. I don't know how that guy got out of that one, but okay. <laughs> what? What's next, Chewy? What's next in the docket? Um, let's talk about. Um, let's see here. We got a. Uh, we got. We're spoiled for choices here. Ooh. What about one man hide and seek? Uh, let's do one man hide and seek. All right. Oh man, there's some good ones. There's one called Musical Chairs Alone. Oh 
There's fuck. one called The Raven Man. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. One man hide and seek. I'm looking up an experience right now. This is the first one. Well, don't read about it. No, no, I, 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 I'm just, I'm just finding one right now. The first one that shows up when I go on, when I go on the internet. That's what I'm picking. Okay, but I'm not reading. Ready to no, I'm, I'm not reading. I'm not reading it. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, instructions for how to play a version of hide and seek with only one player uh, first began appearing on Japanese horror bulletin boards starting in the summer of 2007. The craze spread quickly in Japan. The instructions were copied, pasted, and copied again on site after site. Then YouTubers began uploading videos documenting them, uh, their experiences playing it. It wasn't until the fall of 2008 that instructions for one man hide-and-seek appeared in an English-language site, but perhaps it would have been better for everyone if it hadn't been translated at all. As always... Play at your own risk. Players. One principle. Requirements. One stuffed doll with limbs. Okay. I can use Sub-Zero or Teddy over there. One sack of uncooked rice. Uh, we actually have that, believe it or not. One pair of nail clippers. Uh-huh. Got that. One needle. Uh, yeah, probably. One, one length of red thread. Nah, that'd have to go pick up, so... You can't play it tonight. One sharp edge, such as a knife or a pair of scissors. That I have as well. One bathroom with a, uh, with a bathtub. Uh, yep. One cup of salt water. Mm-hmm. One television. Okay. One hiding place. Okay. And incense of Ofuda, or incense or Ofuda. Okay. Instructions. The prelude. One, using your sharp edge. Cut open the doll, removing the stuffing. Oh, I don't want to do that to my dolls. Two, replace the stuffing with dry, uncooked rice. Clip off a piece of your fingernail and place it inside the doll with the rice. Are you supposed to make like a voodoo doll? Three, using the needle and red thread, stitch the doll closed. Without snipping the thread, take the remaining length, wrap it around the doll, and tie off the ends. Four, fill the bathtub with water. Five, purify the room in which your hiding place is located with the incense or ofuda. Once it has been purified, set up the television in the same room. Place the cup of salt water and the sharp edge inside the hiding place. Six, name the doll. The main event. Okay, what should we name our fake doll in this (laughs) scenario? You can name it whatever you want. I'm not fucking playing this game. No, but in this fake scenario, so that way when you refer to the doll, you use this term instead. What's our what's it, what's his name? Okay, I'm, I'm you know what? We're gonna call him Stan. <laughs> Can't be scary when Stan's involved. I'm gonna read it as it's written. Oh come on! It's the Halloween. Ma- the main event. That's why I need to read it as it's written. Uh, all right. One. Begin precisely at 3 a.m. Of course. Repeat the following phrase to the doll three times. Filling in your own name where appropriate. Your name is the first it. So you would say that three times, filling in your name. Okay. So if my name was Jackson, I'd say Jackson is the first it. I like how you didn't want to use your own name. No, of course not. I'm not stupid. (laughs) I just want to call the doll Stan. Hey, Trubilee, I like hide and seek. Two. I like seeking. Go to the bathroom. Okay. Submerge the doll in the bathtub 
and leave it there. Okay. Three, turn out all the lights in your house. Okay. Four, go to your hiding place. Switch on the television. Close your eyes and count to ten. Five, when you have finished counting, open your eyes, retrieve your sharp edge, and return to the bathroom. Six, remove the doll from the bathtub and say the following phrase to it, filling in the doll's name where appropriate. I have found you, doll's name. Use your sharp edge to cut the red thread binding the doll. Seven, say the following phrase to the doll, filling the doll's name in where appropriate. You are the next it, doll's name. Then return the doll to the bathtub. Quickly return to your hiding place. Remain as silent as possible. The ending. One, take a large mouthful of salt water. Do not swallow it. Hold it in your mouth. Keep the cup containing the rest of the salt water in your hand. Two, emerge from your hiding place and begin looking for the doll. Note, the doll may not necessarily be in the bathroom where you left it. Three. No, when you fuck f- this game. When you find the doll, pour the remaining salt water in the cup over it. Ex- uh, spit the salt water in your mouth all over the doll as well. Four. Repeat the following phrase to the doll three times. I win. The postscript. Once the game has been completed, allow the doll to dry, then burn it and discard the remains. Additional notes. The rice represents the doll's internal organs. Additionally, it serves as bait to attract spirits. The red thread represents a blood vessel and seals whatever spirits you might have attracted inside the doll. Snipping the thread in the main event in step six releases the spirits. When naming your doll, do not give it your own name. It is also advisable to avoid giving it the name of anyone you know. Oh, poor Stan. Honey, I just had this <laughs> nightmare. Where this, this, I was a spirit and a doll, and it, it, some kid named it after me. He put me in a bathtub. Stanley, I was naked. Stanley, that's, that's, that's nonsense. <laughs> Now be quiet. The, the midnight man is here. <laughs> we have guests. We have guests. The midnight man. Once the game has begun, do Johnny, not... are you fine in that basement? I'm fine. <laughs> does my stand Does my stand think of me? No, he slings to another. <laughs> he slings to another. Of course he slings to you. Um, Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Once the game has begun, do not do any of the following things. Cry. Until it has been completed. Jerk off. Do not turn on the lights. Okay. Do not lock any doors, including the front or back doors. Okay. Do not make any unnecessary noise. Okay. And do not leave your house. Okay. It is generally it is not generally advisable to emerge from your hiding place in the ending step two without both holding the salt water in your mouth and carrying the cup in the of the remaining salt water in your hand. Should anything have found its way into your home during the course of the game, they will act as safeguards to protect you from any harm your visitor or visitors may attempt to inflict upon you. 
The purpose of the television is to alert you to the presence of these potential visitors. Should it begin to display abnormal behavior, do not, under any circumstances, leave your hiding place without the salt water. Do not allow the game to go on for longer than two hours. Once it has been started, the game must be played through to completion. Do not attempt to abandon it uh, partway through. To do so would result in disaster. So that is One Man Hide and Seek. All right, let's read it. But don't take my word for it. Let's read a testimonial. All right. All right, let's do this. So here's the thing. I'm an American who's been living in Japan with a host family for uh, for a study abroad. Last Sunday, my host sister, Akane, told me about a game she wanted to play called Hirito Ka- uh, Kakurenbo, or Hide and Seek Alone, I think. Oh, anyway, Akane said it was fun, and some girls in her school tried it, and it was actually a way to play hide and seek with ghosts, but she didn't want it to do it alone. For someone who's a skeptic, it seemed pretty harmless, and I was curious. Of course, I regret this now. No matter how skeptical or curious you may be, do not play this game. In any case, Akane got a doll from the 100 store and named it arena and i watched her tear out the stuffing and replace it with rice now i need two drops of blood one for me and one from you oh shit they went with blood instead of fingernail she muttered she muttered trying to remember the rules her friend had told her oh great she pricked her finger and i pricked mine and we rubbed the blood into the rice she then sewed it up with a red thread continuing to bind the doll with the red thread uh why are you doing that i asked confused the red is supposed to uh it is supposed to represent blood vessels. We'll never, uh, we'll sever them uh, tonight at three. The afternoon three or the morning three? Morning, you idiot, she smirked at me. She also made up cups of salt water and made salt lines around her parents' room. What's that for? I asked curiously. Apparently, it stops the spirit from going into the room to find you. So, are we going to hide there? Nah, that wouldn't be any fun, would it be? I just don't want their room to be destroyed. Destroyed? In retrospect, I wish she'd stayed in there. Even if we had no fun, or even better, I wish I'd never done this without knowing fully what could happen. Anyway, we went into the bathroom at 3 a.m. The rest of the family was out visiting the aunt and uncle who'd recently had a new baby. We put the doll in the bathtub with water and shouted together. Uh, you know, Akane and Sarah are, are the first it. Akane and Sarah are the first it. The three times, like we said. Yeah. We ran out of the bathroom, turning out all the lights and switching on the TV in our hiding room in a, to a static channel. That's a dumb idea. Why wouldn't you put it on something you know? Akane know. grabbed a knife and let the salt uh, and left the salt water on the table. We went back into the bathroom, and sure enough, the doll was there in the bathtub, smiling serenely up at us from the bottom. Arena and Akane, uh, Arena, Akane and Sarah found you. We yelled. We yanked it out. Akane stabbed the heart. And made sure to sever a lot of the red thread before dumbing it back in the tub. Arena is the second hit, they say three times. We chanted, then ran back to the family room with a TV going. We each took a gulp of salt water, making sure not to swallow it, then held our cups firmly before settling in the closet. A cane left open a crack of the door because she wanted to watch what would happen to the TV. It was a terrible idea. To this day, I wish we'd left the door closed. Oh, fuck. For the first five minutes, we were just waiting. Nothing was happening, and I felt relieved. Then I heard the static of the TV begin to change. Without any of us touching the remote, the TV began to switch channels. Fast enough, the sentences began to form from the words of different channels. Oh, shit. You want to get, take, take a guess what it says? I found you. You're it. I will find you. Uh, I shrunk back into the closet, terrified. The air seemed to be getting colder. A cane still stayed quiet with her eye pressed up against the crack of the closet. Quietly, I could hear footsteps and thumping. Where are you? The footsteps changed and stopped in front of the closet. Are you in here? Then I heard the most chilling words of all. Found you. Oh, God. A cane screamed and fell back on the ground. The kitchen knife had been used to stab the doll was protruding from her eye. Oh, 
I don't know if this is true. This seems like yeah. it might be made up, but it's yeah. still, let's pretend it's true yeah. for fun. The, the eyes she used to peek through the crack of the closet door. She had swallowed her water by accident, she told me. Luckily, as terrified as I was, I managed to keep the salt water in my mouth, clutching the stupid cup as well. I waited until the static returned to normal on the television screen. A cane was sobbing quietly, the knife still in her eye, but she whimpered. You need, you need to end the ritual. I did what she had told me to do. I wandered around the house looking for that stupid doll. It was no longer in the bathroom. I found it sitting upright on a cane's bed, grinning. I dumped the salt water and spat the salt water on it, then shouted, I win, three times, loudly. Then I grasped the doll firmly and went to the neighbor's trash can and put it in a a bath of gasoline before torching the motherfucker. It was now 5 a.m. I came back to the closet and told the cane it was over. She came out of the closet, knife still embedded in her eye, and we uh, we called an ambulance. After surgery, it was determined she would be blind in that one eye, unfortunately. A cane lied and said she tripped on the knife after getting up uh, early to make breakfast the scary thing is even though i ended the ritual and burnt the doll like akane told me i don't think it's ended oh fuck akane says she can still see arena walking around the house when only that eye is open uh i see i I keep seeing things out of the corner of my eye as well i don't know what to do we thought we did the ritual right but maybe it's still going on some weird stuff has been happening lately footsteps outside of my door at three in the morning tv changing channels and sound warping (sighs) I keep incense burning and salt in my room to keep me safe, as as does a cane. But if someone comes up to you and asks you if you want to play the Hitori Kakunribo, uh, you say, uh, you save yourself the hassle and just don't do it. Looking up the real directions now, we did a lot of stuff wrong. I guess from hearsay, putting blood in it is wrong. It can curse you. Yeah, there you, you go. go. We were supposed to put the fingernail clippings instead. I can and I are going to a shrine in a couple of days for, for help this Sunday. And if anyone has any advice as to what to do in case of haunting in Japan, let me know. Edit. Some of you still want to play this even after reading this. I strongly discourage it. If that's not enough, here's the safest directions. Use a mechanical pencil, not a knife. The spirit will hurt you with the same weapon as you chose to, uh, as you chose to use to, uh, if it finds you. Oh, God. There's two updates on this, too. Oh, shit. Let's see how long the updates are. Are they short? No, they're fucking long. Go oh, for it. Oh, shit. I skipped classes today to go to the temple. First off, while reading the comments, some of you guys have been uh, asking for pictures of a cane's eye. That I can't do. Uh, Let's see. She's been a bit of a recluse since the accident. I rarely see her come out of her room. And when she does, she doesn't speak, just nibbles on a corner of a rice cracker and goes back upstairs. She looks like a shell of a person. She refuses to go to classes, too. I think she's worried that kids will make fun of her. Bullying is pretty bad in Japanese schools, but I can't. Anyway, I feel like asking for a photo would be rude. Here's an earlier picture of a cane at the Nico Shrine. So it's two girls. Okay. So apparently either this was found on the internet or that's 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 a cane right there. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um anyway, today I skipped classes. Bad uh, uh bad OP I know. Uh to go to the nearby Shinto shrine. I really didn't know what I was doing since a cane refused to come. I've been feeling nauseated in the house and seeing things move around the corner of my eye. It's on the peripherals. Last night at 3 a.m., I was woken up by the footsteps as usual, but after the footsteps stopped, something began scratching the door. It sounded like someone was r- uh, raking their nails into the wood. I held my, my under my blankets and tossed salt over my shoulder. When I woke up in the morning, there was a symbol. Oh, my God. There was a symbol, this symbol, mm-hmm. right here, which means okay. death, on the door. On in the what, door. In what like looked like carved? No, on the door in what looked like blood. Oh, I quickly fuck. wiped off before anyone noticed uh, and noticed that a cane's door was marked as well. So I woke her up and showed her. She gave me a weird half smile and told me, so it's already begun. I was so startled. I did nothing but stare at her. Just then I, I noticed a medium sized cut on her wrist. A cane. Did you get hurt? She yanked her arm away. Leave us alone. 
Oh, all right. This has to be fake, but it's fucking scary. Uh, Her voice didn't sound like hers. It sounded disembodied, and I swear her eye, the one not covered by the patch, turned black. I didn't ask her what she meant by by us, just let her go back into the room. I cleaned the blood off her door. I then knocked on her door and asked her if she wanted to go to the shrine today. Even though yesterday she had been looking forward to it, today she had told me no and then to go away again. I went to the shrine. I got directions from someone, some passerby schoolgirls, although they stared at me for being a foreigner. The closer I got to the shrine, though, the sicker I felt. My head began pounding, my stomach began aching. It was excruciating, but for some reason, I kept walking. When I finally passed through the Torrilli Gate, or Tori Gate, I vomited on the ground and promptly passed out. When I woke up, eight hours had passed, according to the priest. He told me I had been cursed by something powerful. I told him about the game, and he shook his head. It's too dangerous. Recently, there have been other girls from... Uh, Kasukabe a girl's high school who have come here as well. You cannot play that game. He paused. The ritual is essentially telling the spirit that if you are found, then they can have your body as a host. Oh, great. <laughs> here, please. Take my body. I'm not He paused it. again to mull it all through. You were not possessed, but you were cursed, and the impurity would not allow you to enter the shrine. He told me that he had spent hours praying and cleansing my soul, but it had taken a very long time. He gave me special talismans and told me to hang them on the door uh, on the other side of my door in my room to prevent any evil from entering. After thanking him, I set off for home. I felt like there had been a weight lifted off of my shoulders, literally by this man. He told me I was very lucky I had only had a brush with the curse, but since I was not possessed, that meant that the, brute, uh, the brunt of it had fallen to a cane. It was certain now that she was possessed. When she was, quote, found and stabbed... What? Oh, when she, when she was, quote, found and stabbed, her body became the host for Arena. When she opened her door in the morning, the salt lines that were initially there were no longer were, and the incense was, was sticking out of her trash can. When I came home an hour ago, even though it was 7 p.m., no one was there except for a cane. There was a note on the table in English. Dear Sarah, baby Arena is sick and in hospital. Please don't worry. Went to help out. Love mom and dad. Baby Arena. I came in the doll arena and stabbed it. One of the previous commenters mentioned voodoo. Well, baby arena's new cousin is in the, uh, a cane's new cousin is in the hospital. Uh, oh boy. A cane. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm sure I'm her name's on a cane. I'm sure it's a Kane, but I'm saying yeah. it wrong. Uh, Akane's door is closed. The lights are off. She wouldn't even answer, even though I knocked on the door just to check on her. I went on the balcony to try to peek in her room to see if she was all right, but the curtains were shut except for one eye peering out at me. Oh God. I went back. I went, ran back to my room as fast as I could. Closed the door. Put salt everywhere, even outside my door. Stuck the talismans and started burning incense. I've stopped seeing things move, but now I'm scared of uh, Akane. Parts of me wants to call up, uh, call up my program and switch host families, but part of me feels bad for doing this to them. I feel obligated to stay until this resolves, but I don't know what I can do at this point. Uh, All right. That's why you don't play the game. Part three. Oh, there's another part. Oh man. <clears throat> See, I've left. I didn't even pack my bags. Not a problem. I just get new stuff. I basically told the CIE people in charge of my program I couldn't stay with the family any longer. This is my first to Japan. I, I stayed in the Chibashi before two weeks uh, with the family last summer. They have to go. Although I'm positive they'll show up. Um, okay. This is my first visit in Japan. I stayed with Chiba. Okay. It's it's yeah, close enough to my class in Tokyo. Hopefully CIE will let me. Well, allow it, but even if they don't, there's no way in hell I'm going to go back to that house. Although I'm positive they will allow it, given the circumstances. Mom and Dad didn't write that note. Yeah. I figured out that this morning when I ventured out of my room, although my door was clean, I poured salt in front of it last night. Every other door was marked with the, with the death symbol. <sighs> As I was grabbing something to eat, I noticed a bit of what looked like blood near the closet that Akane and I had hidden. I opened the door, and well, I wish I hadn't. Mom and Dad were there, still breathing, although barely, thank God. But their eyes, oh God, their eyes weren't there. <laughs> I don't know what else to, uh, how else to put it. 
Uh, they were just blood-filled sockets, no eyelids, as they, as though someone had taken a knife and carved them out. They could barely <clears> speak. <throat> they were in tremendous amounts of pain. Akane, no, please, whispered, whispered mom. Don't worry, it's Sarah. I'll help, I whispered. I grabbed the salt and made a line in front of... In front and around all sides of the staircase for a good measure. Then I figured it wasn't enough, so I burnt more incense in the lower level rooms before helping up mom and dad to get them to the door. The phone lines weren't working to, to hell if, if the neighbors knew and gossiped. Saving them was more important than saving the, the, um, saving their reputation. <clears throat> I was really glad that I'd done the thing with the salt because I was helping them out the door. There was Akane. Her eye patch was gone and her left eye was torn out. It looked like she'd done it herself. Previously, her eyelid was just scarred over from the eye, uh, over her eye from the accident. She had held the knife from the ritual, and it was covered in blood. Blood, I suspect, had come from mom and dad. And I tried really hard not to throw up. Her right eye stared at us, rolling around in her head crazily, and she smiled. Too bad I didn't find you. I freaked out. I yanked mom and dad uh, uh, up and out of the house, ran to the neighbors for help, and got an ambulance. As I left, the, the curtain window of Akane's room fluttered, and I swear I saw her eye peeking out. I went to the shrine next. He told me that I was still fine, but the salt and incense had protected me, and I was pure in spirit. But I pleaded with him to cleanse the house. I told him about uh, Akane, and I gave him the address, and he promised he would help by making a house visit. Uh, I called the aunt to warn her about baby Arena, but she told me Arena had died suddenly three days ago in the middle of the night. She hadn't, hadn't had the strength to tell mom and dad. I cried. I told everything about. Uh, war- uh, I told her everything and warned her about Akane. She began crying as well on the phone, sobbing in gasps. I apologized so many times I lost count, but she told me to stay safe for Arena. Uh, I then called up uh, my old host family in Chiba, hopped on a train to Tokyo to meet up with them, and moved in a couple hours ago. Uh, hours ago. I'm not sure if the priest was able to help Akane or not, but there's no way I'm going back to the house uh, for a long time. Some of you guys are worried about visiting Japan after reading this. Ironically, I wouldn't encourage it. However, whatever you do, don't <clears throat> fuck around with the occult there. This isn't Ouija board shit. This is a full-scale death curses misery. Please don't do it. Every time I close my eyes, I see mom and dad's empty eyes, and I'm terrified. Terrified of Akane. I keep uh, incense and salt in my room, and I hung the talismans here. I feel safe for now. How long will it take until I'm found? Update. Telephone rang, even though it's 11 p.m., it's the priest from. Uh, it's the priest. Yeah. I'll be sure to update again after the call. I hope it's good news. It's complicated. He apologized profusely, but said he could not save Akane entirely. Her spirit had been blinded by Arena to the extent that when she attempted to cleanse, attempted to cleanse her, it didn't work properly or something. He said that she's in the hospital along with her parents. Uh, while she is no longer possessed, the curse will remain on her and her descendants for the next four generations. Oh, fuck. Apparently, her parents, her aunt and uncle, and other o- older generations of the family should be fine, and I'll be fine too. He wants me to come back to the shrine uh, and talk to him Sunday. Let me see. Hold on. Final update. Didn't write this. That's what it says. Okay. What? What? Okay. Uh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Are you all right there, buddy? Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, oh, somebody's trolling her. Okay. No, okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, don't fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> and follow. Dir- First of all, don't fuck around. Secondly, if you do fuck around, follow fucking directions. Speaking of fucking around. I'm sorry, everybody. It's going to be a very sad episode. Speaking of fucking around, let's fuck around a little bit more. No. This is called The Gambler's Game. What? 
All right. Uh, not to be confused with the excellent It's Your Falls short story, The Gambler. The Gambler's game is neither as long as many of the other games and rituals we explored, nor as involved. All it requires is a pack of cards and an hour or so of your time. But although the game is short and sweet, the stakes are high. Um, what would be the point of playing if they were not? It's common knowledge that the devil loves to gamble. However, it hasn't been confirmed whether the gambler of this game gambler? is he. Uh, or whether the name of the game might refer to the player, him or herself. Okay. Instead, uh, whoever or whatever your opponent may be, though, be warned. He plays for keeps. Ugh. As always, play at your own risk. Players. One principle, requirements, a pack of playing cards, a quiet room, a table, and two chairs. Instructions. Be one, begin whenever you feel the need. Two, take up your pack of playing cards, go to your quiet room, seat yourself at the table. You should be facing the second chair across the table. Three, shuffle the cards. Shuffle them thoroughly and shuffle them well. Do not attempt to mark or stack the deck. Cheating will not be tolerated. Four, choose your game and deal yourself a hand. Five, begin the game by facing the second chair and saying the words, let's play. Okay. You may feel a slight chill. If you do, do not be concerned. If you do not, however, do not proceed. Six, deal the gambler his hand. Then play your first move. When it's the gambler's turn, you must help him play by laying down cards randomly from his hand. Do not look at his hand before it is on the table. Again, cheating will not be tolerated. 7. Play the game to its conclusion, alternating turns as required. If you win, take the top card of the deck and draw its edge across the pointer finger of your right hand. If you draw blood... That hand will uh, henceforth have the power to win any gamble. Whether it's a throw of a dice or the luck of the draw, use it wisely and sparingly. If the gambler wins, he will claim his prize. And before you ask, no, there is nothing you could do to dissuade him from doing so. Additional notes. What's the prize? <laughs> Additional notes. Any game will do, although blackjack is preferred. It should be noted uh, that games whose outcomes rely solely on luck make poor choices. If possible, use a new and previously unopened pack of cards. Go the fish? Can we play go fish? You could. Or, or war? <laughs> the, the gambler is mistrustful. Uh, he may not look kindly upon an old or well-worn deck. Should the gambler win... He will not be quick about claiming his prize, nor will it be clean. You have uh, only yourself to blame, however. Nope, fuck After us. all, you were the one who decided to tempt fate. A word of advice. It is not, recommend, it's not recommended that you play this game. There's a reason you don't come across many people uh, with lucky hands in this world. What's the name of the game? The Gambler. All right, I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up uh, that. Oh, the, the gambler's game. 
the gamblers game ritual let's see experience and then I've got one more game to take us out right. or one more game <clears throat> and then I have one thing after that to take us out let me see no, I'm just reading the ghost of my machine creepy pasta yeah, it doesn't say. So no, I don't have any. I don't have any experiences for that one that I can read. I guess not a lot of people are very lucky. Maybe he takes their hands and they can't be literate anymore. Maybe they can't type. Maybe. All right, the last game that I have here for it's not the last game on the list, but it's the last game I'm going to talk about tonight. It's called. So am I free to look at this list myself now? If you wanted. Okay. It's up to you. All right. It's called the hosting game. Oh fuck! Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Parties are fun, as long as you don't have any uninvited guests. The hosting game also goes by the name Don't Look Back, for reasons that will become apparent as you read onward. As always, play at your own risk. Players, one principle. Requirements, a small, dark, empty room in your home. Your, quote, hosting room. Ideally, this room should have no windows. If, however, you do not have such room available to you, a room with windows may be used provided that said windows may be completely covered up. No outside light should be visible from inside the room. You also need a writing implement and paper. Okay. A clock, watch, or another analog timekeeping method uh, device. Uh, Do not use a cell phone, digital watch, or other digital device. And you also need three matches. The invitation. One, begin at night. Keep your timekeeping device, uh, your timekeeping device, and your matches on your person at all times. Two, turn off all possible sources of noise in your home. This includes telephones, televisions, computers, alarms, etc. Be thorough. If your hosting room requires it, draw the curtains or otherwise block the windows so that no light can be seen from inside the room. Three, enter your hosting room and turn on the light. If the room contains no lamps or overhead lights, use a flashlight, lantern, lit candle, or other portable light source. Candles, although correct uh, in terms of atmosphere, may pose a fire hazard, so proceed with caution. Four, place your writing implement and piece of paper in your hosting room. Five, leave the light source on. Exit the hosting room. Go to the furthest point in your home uh, from from that room and call. I'll be ready soon. Move from room to room of your home, repeating this phrase in every room, moving closer to your hosting room with each call. Six, when you arrive back at your hosting room, use the writing implement to write the following message on your piece of paper. You are invited. A gathering hosted by your name takes place from the current time to an hour from the current time. Bring your friends. Seven, place the piece of paper in the middle of the hosting room. Eight, stand in the doorway of the hosting room, facing into the room and call, I'm ready, come in. The gathering. One, 
turn off the light and turn around. Open the door to your ho- the open door to your hosting room should be at your back. You should be facing the darkness of your home. Take out your three matches. Two. After a few moments of silence, begin counting out loud, starting at one and ending at ten. Do not look back. Three. When you reach the count of ten, strike the first match. If the match lights on the first strike, hold it as it burns and greet your guests by saying, I'm so glad to see you. Thank you for coming. Hold the match until it burns down as low as you can bear. If the match does not light on the first strike, drop it and immediately proceed to the next step. Four, do not look back. Strike the second match. If the second match lights on the first strike, hold it as it burns and greet more of your guests by saying, I'm so glad to see you. Thank you for coming. Hold the match until it burns down as low as you can bear. If the second one does not light on the first strike, drop it immediately and proceed to the next step. Do not look back. Strike the third match. Five. Do not look back. Strike the third match. If the third match lights on the first strike, say, now everyone is here and count from one to ten once more. If you have done this correctly, you will be able to hear and or feel whispering, rustling, or a quiet thank you behind you. Do not look back. When your timekeeping device indicates the gathering's finishing time, say out loud, thank you for coming. Goodbye. Walk to the nearest light source and turn it on. The gathering is over and your guests have gone. If the third match does not light on the first strike, you have uninvited guests. Do not look back. Do not turn around. Do not pause to close the door. Run as quickly as you can get to the nearest light source and turn it on. Additional notes. This game is best played alone. Your guests will not feel welcome if there is already a crowd present. Once the gathering has begun, do not at any point turn around or look behind you. Concerning uninvited guests. Although turning on the nearest light source will end the gathering, do not assume that your guests have gone. It is recommended that you perform a purifying or cleansing ritual, as well as (laughs) that you avoid dark rooms in your home from then on. (laughs) And that is from then on. Yep. That's (sighs) that's the hosting. So like you don't even like, yeah, God. Okay. All right. That's the hosting ritual. So I have a Tumblr blog. Uh, Just says things that tumblr.com. My experience playing the hosting game. Oh shit! I blogged about this this morning after uh, after with, uh, the morning after without fully letting it sink in. So I want to read you. Lately, I've been taking interest in rituals: one man hide and seek, the hooded man, midnight man, bloody mary, etc. I'm what I like to call a quote healthy skeptic. I'm not superstitious, and frankly, I think the people who believe in ghosts and spirits are just lonely. The universe is is, is far too predictable. So, in short, I would be the first one to think of the reasonable explanation of super of uh, to think of a reasonable explanation of supernatural situations. But I do love a good ghost story. All that being said, I've been eagerly researching ghost ritual, ghosts, and spirit games, and fully intend to try some out. And last night, my boyfriend and I did that, did just that. At 2 a.m., we went to Walmart to get everything the ritual required. We decided that it was a good idea to do the hosting game, considering it was one of the most mild, mild one I could find. 
uh, and our roommates are assholes and are extremely superstitious. Superstitious. So we thought it would be all in good fun to fill their house with vengeful spirits. When we get back from Walmart, we start setting up uh, for the hosting game. I notice my red nail polish is missing from its usual post. My roommate has a habit of stealing from me as if I needed more motivation. I prick my finger, say the words, light the matches, and sit in the dark with my boyfriend. He told me the next day he felt a strange pressure on the back of his head when I was inviting the ghost while lighting the matches. Other than that, it was predictably uneventful. Which we were okay with, uh, which we were okay with. We uh, we were respectful and we had fun with it regardless. Shortly after we decided to turn in for the night, three thirty a.m., I had trouble getting to sleep. In all honestly, I was scared. I locked the, the I locked the door out of paranoia. My boyfriend was sound asleep next to me, but my eyes were wide open. Even though nothing happened during the ritual that would logically make me believe that something supernatural happened, I had to convince myself that we did the ritual incorrectly just to calm my nerves. <clears throat> I saw the room get darker and darker, like it was tunneling inward to the center until it was almost black. I had to scuttle for my phone for light. I felt overwhelmed. I don't remember uh, falling asleep, but I did, and I had a horrendous bad dream. I vaguely remember doing the hooded man ritual in the dream. It was a tad different. I remember taking a glass of water with some pills as part of the ritual and drifting off. But I started to panic. I very realistically, realistically felt like I had been drugged. It was awful. I don't often have nightmares, but this would qualify as one. At 9 a.m., I woke up for work. All was well. I started getting ready, and I noticed that my red nail polish was sitting at its usual post. What the hell? I woke up Zach and told him. He got up out of bed and looked at it for himself. I could tell that he had not put it there. I sure as hell didn't. We ended the hosting game just in case that morning. Aha. All in all, it was a decent experience. No one got hurt, and we had a good spook out of the ordeal. I recommend the hosting game for any of you looking for a good scare. Unfortunately, Stuff and Things Industries yeah. and its affiliates do we not disagree. recommend any sort of games of these games. All right. So let me think. So out of all the games we've talked about, yeah. all the ones that are all the ones we talked about, the elevator game, we talked about uh, we talked about the 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 cat the, the, the death cap for stupid, talked about the <laughs> the, the, the that was the hooded man ritual. Yeah. We talked about the midnight man. Yeah. We talked about the the one man hide and seek. Uh-huh. We talked about the three kings, game. the bathtub game. Out of all of these, which one frightens you the most? Is it the hosting game? See, to me, I don't feel like the hosting game frightens me the most. Um, I mean, maybe either that one or Midnight Man, probably. Midnight Man is scary, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. One that frightens me the most? One man hide and seek. No, Three oh, Kings. Three Kings. You know why? Because if I heard voices telling me things that only I knew yeah. and that someone else that was not my voice was yeah. saying it, I would fucking flip out. Yeah. If I heard them saying things like things that only I know and that yeah. nobody else in my world knows, that would fucking terrify me. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, for me, I guess, like, hosting a game and the the Midnight Man one, like, scare me because it's like... The Midnight Man uh, you're, one, you're, all of these are frightening. You're conjuring, I mean, you're directly conjuring something up. With all the other ones, you're kind of like by proxy doing yeah. it and being mm-hmm. like, okay, you're accessing it or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is like you're you're inviting shit into your house and it's for the sole purpose of, let's see if I can make it show up and then leave when I want it to. Let and, me ask, and, and the other ones, me, and me, like those two okay. are the ones where it's like, right. it may not leave. Let me ask you this. One question. Yeah. Now, if you knew that with 100% certainty uh-huh. that you would be absolutely 100% fine uh-huh. after the game was done, uh-huh. 
and you had to play one of these, uh-huh. which one would you do? Of um, all the ones we talked about. And like you knew 100%. There's no there's no like there's no secret. Like 100% you are fine. Um and you can go with your life as normal. Probably uh, probably like the bathtub one. The bathtub one. Yeah. You want to? You want to have something like running after you and tell it to stop? Uh, again, you would be a hundred percent totally fine. It's true. I feel oh, like- you mean like it actually works? And yes. Then you'll be fine. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm. I. But like, it. you'll get out of it, and it'll oh, be totally okay. fine, and nothing. You're I not going to you lose like an it, eye. I thought or- you meant like it wouldn't work. No, like it would work, but um, you'd be totally fine. Like you'd get through the whole ordeal, and it would totally be fine. Um, as terrified as I am of it. Probably probably do th- I would probably do Three Kings. I'd probably do the elevator one. Oh, God, fuck that. No, I don't want to go to... Uh, I, had, I had nightmares about it. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing the elevator, <laughs> I, had, like, I was scared. Well, the elevator one is like you go or whatever. And again, because you get out of it. So you've completed it, you know, and you're fine. And that's it. Right. You know, you, you that that's But it. here's the it's problem just, with the elevator a, game. Mm-hmm. What if you got out of it, but it took you like what seemed like in a, like five hours to get back to that elevator? You get out of it. Yeah. But five hours. <laughs> At the same time, based on what was written, there wasn't a whole lot of like terrifying shit other than like this is fucked up. Yeah, it's dark be. and yeah. Like it's just you could feel it shouldn't be. Like the hooded man ones, like you could see like fucked up shit. Yeah. The other ones, it's like you you have a thing <laughs> in the house with you. Yes. You know, um shit like that. Like you you had a nightmare about the elevator one though? I just had a nightmare about about I just had like creepy visions in my head about a giant red cross in the sky. Oh yeah, I didn't like, have like a nightmare nightmare. But oh. Okay. Um. By the way, you'll be pleased to know I've not had any hag nightmares since oh, then. Good. So That's you'll be good. pleased to know. I was worried um, about your yeah. eternal soul. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, boys and girls, we've had a very spooky Halloween. We had some. We've learned some spooky things. We learned. All about our sad, pathetic, costumed lives, and yeah. that's about as exciting as it's going to get because we're not going to play any of these fucking scary games where your friend could cut her own eye out, cut her parents' eyes out, yeah. and you are left to deal with it. Yeah, we're not we're not going to deal with any of that shit. I'm probably going to watch some scary movies, maybe half-assedly put a costume together, and I'm toying around with the idea of taking a last-minute road trip to Vegas to go see the band Ghost. <laughs> I haven't completely discounted it, but it partially depends on if anyone wants to go with me. <laughs> well, boys and girls, uh, we want to thank you so much for listening to our, our, our spooky Halloween episode uh, and invite you back next time to another fine episode of Seven Things. Have a very safe Halloween. Watch out for the razor blades and the candy. Don't drink and drive too much. We're getting a little preachy like mom. Don't leave your drink unattended. Yes, don't do that. And make sure that if you are gonna if you are gonna play one of these games, don't. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. I'm chewing. And I'm Ian. All praise be to the Dark Lord Kromdar. Save us Jesus Christ from the creepy lady that comes up behind you, the spirits that find you in the closet, the little teddy bear that you make into a thing, and all the other creepy shit we've read about all month. Save us from all of those. As always, keep that face, because you never know when you may need to cover it up with an old-timey mask and terrify. fuck. This is done.
This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.